What a beautiful day it is, and what a glorious day it is that we get to come here and gather in His name and worship Him and praise Him, and, and uh, what a blessing it is. And if you are new with us here today at Beecher Island, I, I, tell, us, I tell people every Sunday who we are, and we, we as Beecher Island are an independent, non-denominational, Jesus-loving, Bible-preaching church. And that's... Uh, uh, I take that pretty seriously because I want to stand on His Word and His Word alone. We, we, we mess it up. <laughs> we mess it up bad. Uh, we all fall short. We are here because we need Christ. Not because we're perfect and we think we're better, but we are here because we know that we need Christ and we want to walk in His truth and we know that because of Him we are saved and because of Him we are forgiven and because of Him we can know that when we fall short, He picks us up and, and carries, carries us on this journey of life. And so, welcome to Beecher Island. And uh, this morning, we're going to be in Ephesians, is where we're at. Ephesians is our study that we're, that we're in. And, and we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 5. And, and so, if you have your Bibles, turn there. Uh, I've said it quite a bit that the first three chapters of Ephesians are Paul really digging in to tell them that they are children of God. That, that they don't need to, to be concerned with who they are because who they are is children of God. And it's a message to us too that, that we are His children. And he spends the first three chapters really trying to get them to understand who they are in Christ. They are His children. And then in chapter 4, we have this transition. Paul is telling them, hey, you now know that you're a child of God. Now, now I want you to, to start walking like it. Hey, he says, he starts out in chapter 4, walk worthy of the calling in which you have been called. He says, know who you are, now walk in it. And in chapter 5, he continues in on this, on this walking in Christ. And I love how he starts it out. And we're going to read chapter 5, uh, at least to verse 21 or so anyways. But before we do that, let's go to him in prayer. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you. For everything you do, God, you are the creator of all. You, you are amazing, God. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for your love. The, there's so much love that you sent your son to die for us. So that we can be forgiven. So that we can have life, eternal life, true life. And God, I just thank you for that. I pray this morning that we set things aside. We set... Every, just, just as Tucker prayed that we set stuff aside, we don't worry about, about what's today or tomorrow, but, but we just focus on you right now. And God, I pray that your word moves us to a more intimate relationship with you. God, I thank you for all that you do and all the love you pour out. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, Ephesians chapter 5. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children 
And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. But fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talk nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather give of giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornication, fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of the darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, for whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Amen, amen. A lot there that I want to talk about there, a lot there that I don't want to talk about there. But we're going to talk about it all, so it's good. But I love how he starts out. He says, therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. He's already told us, hey, look, you're a child of God. He's saying, but, but be an imitator of God as his child. An imitator. An imitator. An imitator is one who copies the behaviors and the actions of another. Copies the behaviors or the actions of another. How, how do we do that? You know, he, he says as dear children, we are his child. Kids imitate parents. Whether we want them to or not, our kids imitate us. There becomes a point there where they're smarter than us and they don't imitate us anymore. But, but for the most part, they want to imitate us, right, as they grow up and they see us and they copy, they copy their parents. How do they copy their parents? They copy them because they know their parents. They know their actions. They study their actions. They know, they know what they do because they're staring at them. They study them. They, they see every, every step that they take. And they, they copy the behavior. When I rodeoed, Jerome Davis was kind of the guy that I watched. Jerome Davis was, was a tall bull rider, uh, and, and he had a, had a lengthy upper body, and I, 
I, I had the same, I struggled with it, so I, I watched somebody who I wanted to be like, and I, and I studied him, I studied the way, he, the way he rode, and I tried to imitate it in my writing. But this says be imitators of God. How, how in the world can we imitate God if we don't know him? We can't. The only way that we can imitate Christ is to know him, to know him intimately, to, to study him daily, to, to be in prayer with him, to seek him out in everything we do, and then we can imitate him. But we cannot imitate him if we don't know him. And the more we know him, the more we can imitate him. It's called sanctification, becoming more and more and more like Christ. But we cannot become more like Christ if we don't know him. So we can't even imitate him if we don't know him. But, but look at what he ties in next. He, he says, this is how you're going to imitate him. He says, and walk in love, in love as Christ has also loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for the sweet-smelling aroma. Now, there's a whole sermon on that sweet-smelling aroma and what that sacrifice means and, and, and everything there. I'm not going there today, but, but there is a whole sermon in that and, and what that, how that was a sweet-smelling aroma to God when Christ died for you. But what he's trying to point out is that look how much God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his one and only son to die for you. So that you can have life. Not life on this earth. That whole living the best life now, let me tell you, it's garbage. (laughs) It's not your best life now. The best life is in heaven, I promise you. But in that he's saying, look. Look how much Christ loved you. Look at what he's done for you. But, I, but he's saying, look, in that love, walk in that kind of love. But I think we forget what that love means. So, so jump with me over to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And yes, this is read at weddings and all the, the foofy stuff, and it's good, but honestly, it's one that we should study off one that we should grab a hold of and walk in because it is, it, is, it is brutally honest in what love is. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned but have not love, it profits me nothing. I want us to understand that it's saying you can do everything right. You can do everything that you're supposed to do. But if you don't love with it, it's all nothing. It it, it means nothing. It it was all for nothing. It was all for you to puff yourself up. But he's saying love in it. It, That's the most important thing of it all. And and then he goes into what love is. Verse 4, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy, love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, 
It does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta learn that right. Our, our minds, right, want to take us, take us away. It does not rejoice in inequity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. First John, God is love. God never fails. God never fails. Ever. And neither does his love. Love never fails, but whether there is there but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now, we see in a mirror dimly. But then face to face, now I know in part. But then I shall know just as I also am known, and now abide in, and now abide faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Look, everything else will fade away, but love won't. His love never fails. And in John, it's saying, hey, walk in this kind of love. Walk in this kind of love with each other and all those around you. And in your home, walk in love. been beating on me here for a while and I'm, I'm hoping that it gets beat into me <laughs> by God that if I can't love my own family and, and lift them up on high and, and, and do all those things that 1 Corinthians said how do I ever walk out of the door of my house and do it anywhere else I can't and walk in love as Christ also has loved us are we walking in that love? Are we being an imitator of God? Not in word, but in deed and in truth. As 1 John said. He says, And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. He's saying, this is how you're supposed to be. And then he jumps into the world and how the world is. He says, but fornicators in all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talk nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather give thanks. Don't live of the world. He's saying, don't put your eyes on these things that the world is doing and go after them, but go after what's above. You will imitate what you stare at. And if you're staring at the world and those that are around you that are walking in the world, you're going to be like them. But if you put your eyes on the things above, that's what you'll imitate. I was told all the time when, when I rodeoed, that look, go put yourself around winners. 
go put yourself around winners because then you will be a winner. If you go gather yourself up with losers and you travel down the road and rodeo trying to, trying to be a loser, you're going to be a loser. If that's what you gather yourself with, that's what you're going to be because that's what you're going to imitate. But if you put yourself around winners, I'm going to say the same thing. Put yourself around brothers and sisters in Christ and you will, you will walk in Christ because those around you will encourage you and help you to walk in that kind of love. Put your eyes on things above, not on the things of this earth. And it says, don't even talk like it. Don't even, don't even talk about it. For this you know, that no fornicator's unclean person or covetous man who is an adulterer has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. That may be a tough, tough set of scriptures for some people. But let me just tell you this. If you believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, you are saved. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit. And so the inheritance of God is what it's talking about is that somebody who's not come to Christ because they are focused on the things of this world and they're walking of the, of the world, they've not come to Christ, and so they have no hope of heaven. Let me also say this. If you're walking in these things, stop. If you are taking part in any that it, that it lists here. And don't just be specific to, well, it didn't list it here. No, look, if you're joking around in ways that you shouldn't be joking around, if you're in premarital relations, if, if you're being an adulterer, if you're falling into any of those things, stop. Rise above that and walk in Christ. And honestly, none of us want to preach on that kind of stuff. I, 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 we don't. But the honest truth is, is that the world walks in that way. And they say it's okay. And as Christians, we start maybe just start justifying the ways of the world and the pleasures of it and start justifying us being like that. Don't. Don't. He says, rise above that. Imitate Christ. He says, instead of doing all that, give thanks. Give thanks to God for, for who you are and the way he's made you and that what he's given you, and that's life in him. All things, give thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? Well, then he goes on, let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Just what I said. Don't let the world tell you what is good and what's not good. Don't let the world tell you what is acceptable to Christ and what's not acceptable to Christ. Because they will. They'll tell you every day what is good. But most of the time it's opposite of what Christ says. It's opposite of, 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 of the way Christ calls us to live and walk. Therefore, do not be partakers of them. 
Don't let the world tell you how to be. Let this truth right here be your guide. Let the Holy Spirit who abides in you be your guide. you were once darkness look everybody before Christ is walking in darkness but he says but now you are light in the Lord walk as children of light amen 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 to walk in light is to love to walk in light is to love and when we don't love, we don't walk in life. And that goes for our home. That goes for our church family. That goes for everything and everybody around us. Love. Love one another. And just as I read in First Corinthians, to love. Are we walking in that light? Are we loving one another? Look, that doesn't say that, well, you need to be best friends with everybody in your church. That's not what it's saying. But what it is saying is that we need to love them. Love them. Love them like Christ loves them. Love them. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. The only way we can find out what is acceptable to the Lord is know this. To read this. To dig into it. To seek Him. To pray to Him. To, to be in conversation with Him. And that conversation includes these words. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. I think that's where I struggle. I can see it. I can see the way that I don't want to be. I can see what's happening around me by those around me that aren't walking in the light. But to call them out in a loving way, very difficult, very hard. Well, that's what he calls us to do, right? He says, hey, help them to rise above it. Help them to see Christ and come to Christ. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do we take that seriously? Do we take it seriously that we're not going to be drunk on wine, and I'm, by no means am I going to stand here and preach that you shouldn't touch alcohol? Paul tells Timothy, go drink some wine and help your belly. I can't really say that you should never drink alcohol. But if your thought process is, I'm going to go drink to get drunk, there's an issue. He's saying don't be that way. Don't, don't, don't be seeking alcohol to go be getting drunk because it's not good. 
You do stupid things when you get drunk. The truth, right? But he says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And there's no better drunkenness than that right there. Being filled with the Holy Spirit, walking in Him, and walking in Him. Because He's abiding in you. Just as we talked in class this morning, He's abiding in you. Are you abiding in Him? And when you do that, there, that's no, there's no better high. There's no better high than walking in the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. I told my girls something this morning, and, and it was just on my heart, and it wasn't because of my preaching this morning, but I told both of them that Jesus loved them. I haven't told them that in a long time. I'm going to tell you the same thing. Jesus loves you. He loves you unconditionally. He, he loves you more than you could even imagine. The, the amount of love that he pours out on you, you can't even fathom. That's how much he loves you. John's saying, hey, walk in that love. Pour it out on those around you. Pour it out on, on, on those that, that you're around every day at work, in your home, your church family. As I always say, when you're driving on the road, I've got a lot to learn in that. Love. Rise above the ways of the world and love. Put your eyes on Him and be imitators of God. Imitators of Him. And be full of the Holy Spirit as you do it. I'm going to invite the praise team to come on up. But I want to ask you something this morning. If you looked in the mirror today, and you asked yourself, am I being an imitator of Christ, would your answer be yes? And I'm not trying to shame you this morning. Don't, don't look at it that way. I'm just trying to be real with you. If you looked in the mirror and you had to answer that question, am I imitating Christ in my actions, not just my words, but my actions, is your answer yes? If your answer is, I don't know, or probably not, or no, guess what? You can change it today. You, you can change it today. You can make the choice that I'm going to walk in Christ. I'm going to put my eyes on things above, not on things of this earth, and I'm going to walk in Him. So let me just tell you that if your answer is I don't know or no, change it today. It's your decision because God won't make it for you. It's your decision to walk in Him or to not. But it's your choice. And if, and if you need to change that and, and put your eyes on Him, today, seek Him out. Today, pray to Him. Ask for that help, that, that assistance, the, the, the power, the courage, the strength that you need to walk in Him. But you have to do it. You have to ask Him for help in that. You have to ask Him 
to guide you. And He will. Because He loves you that much. That He died for you. He went to the cross for you. He rose from the grave for you. And He says, I want you with me in paradise. And He said before He left this earth that He has to go and build a room for you. If you believe in Him. So today, let me encourage you that if you do, have not confessed Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you do that today. That today, you come to Christ. If, if He's not your Lord and Savior, let Him be. And He says, if you believe in Me, you will have life. So make the choice. Because again, it's your choice. But if you've done that, and, and you're not imitating Him, today's the day to change that. Today is the day to, to give your life to Him in everything you do and walk in light. His light, not yours. His light. And know that no matter what sins are in your life, no matter how you've fallen short, that you're forgiven. That He loves you. That He wants you to imitate Him because He is your Lord and Savior. Today's the day to do that. Today's the day to make a change. Let's go to him in prayer. Father God, I thank you so much for your love. I thank you that you showed us as you walked this earth how to love. I thank you that your love is amazing. It's awesome. It's so great that it's unfathomable for us to understand the depths of it. But you call us to know, to know you and your love. And how big and wide and that it is. It's so amazing. God, I pray that everybody here, everybody that is here hearing these words knows your love and knows that they want life, that you want life with them. That, that you want them to come to you. You want them to imitate you. You want them to love like you love. God, I pray that we do that. I pray for, for that strength and courage to love like that. To, to walk in your light. No matter what the situation is, no matter what's going on around us, no matter, no matter what's going on inside of us, no matter what, what temptations are being put in front of us, that, that we put our eyes upon you and we walk in you. God, thank you. Thank you that we can turn to you and know that you are our strength. You are our everything. And in you, nothing, nothing is impossible in your will. God, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for your word. Thank you for each person here, God. And if there's anybody here that needs prayers, Lord, I pray for courage for them to come and seek that prayer that we can we can lift them up together to you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.